listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. That's us. I'm Mike Marino. He's John King. And we got it going on on this pre-Friday show. That's called Thursday for the rest of the world. It really is. Because some people call it Friday Eve, and that's so cliche. I thought pre-Friday is better. We want to avoid cliches. Yes, we do. Because there's enough of that going around right now. This is not a hand clap and drum roll kind of show. No, No, it is not. No drum rolls and hand claps here. We can't afford that. Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by Firehouse Doors. And uh, let's start off with news. Here's what's going on. There'll be no charges filed against a Howell woman who was investigated for cyberstalking after publicly calling out a nurse educator for medical misinformation. Casey Helton was accused of harassment by Holly Austin also of Howell, who filed a report with the Livingston County Sheriff's Office in December after Helton posted a series of tweets that referred to Austin as a pathetic purveyor of health misinformation. Austin's a nurse educator with Schoolcraft College who made public statements against masks and COVID-19 vaccines at various meetings. A referral was subsequently made to the county's prosecutor requesting cyberstalking charges be filed against Helton. At the time, Sheriff Mike Murphy said his rationale for doing that was to seek guidance on how to handle similar cases in the future. But Chief Assistant Prosecutor Carolyn Henry confirmed for GIGO News they had decided not to pursue charges. In response, Helton says while she was pleased the criminal investigation against her had been dropped, she firmly believed Sheriff Murphy attacked her First Amendment rights and placed an unjust burden on herself and her family. Sheriff Murphy declined to comment for the story. As April 15th looms ever closer on the calendar, the Accounting Aid Society is scheduling appointments for 2021 tax returns at the Brighton District Library this Monday, March 14th from 1 to 6 p.m. Tax return preparation will be completed on site, although people will need to bring all of the necessary documents, including IDs and Social Security cards. Appointments are required, and they're not able to assist walk-ins due to COVID-19. Three future dates are also set, March 28th, April 4th, and April 11th. Anyone interested in scheduling an appointment can do that online, and you'll find those details on the Mike and John Facebook page. In boys basketball Wednesday night, Danny Honkala had 20 points and 17 rebounds as Howell beat Linden 55-48. Carson Conrad had 16 points to lead four players in double figures as Heartland beat Holly 65-53. That sets up a rematch of last year's district final on Friday. Elsewhere, Brighton edged Dexter 38-36 behind 15 points from Ashton Tomasi, while Fowlerville fell to Chelsea 68-51. Greg Wilkinson had 16 points for the Glad Tonight, in a pair of girls' basketball regional finals, Heartland takes on Clarkston and Brighton takes on Wayne. While in hockey, Heartland meets Marquette in a Division II semifinal at USA Hockey Arena in Plymouth. It's the uh, third semifinal berth in the last four seasons for the Eagles. And that's what's going on. Yes, it is. I wanted that pregnant pause okay. for a second because well, you kind of, you know, I you, think it just you, gave you, birth. You, you, you gave, uh, you know, you were doing like Tim Robinson's job for a second there. I thought, you know, you might roll out of bed and do sports. No, but uh, no. Tim is going to have that, uh, Tim, Tim provided. By the way, Tim Robinson, our, yes, he's now the officially Giggo sports director. Does he know that yet? Yeah, and it comes with a requisite pay. <laughs> the <what it> <laughs> the same as we've got positioning him, yeah, <laughs> beforehand. So, yeah, right. All right, good stuff. Uh, Giggo news and uh, Giggo sports also coming up today. Everybody's talking about the price of gas. We are going to do Why, an analysis. Why, is something up with the gas? I, yes, I the had, price of gas is I up with the heard, price of I gas. I had not heard. Yeah, so we, uh, I, I put something through to our giggle analysis <laughs> regarding Sorry. the cost oh, of I coffee. Mean, yes, yes, our giggle You know, analysis. the other staff right, we right, just hired. Right, right, exactly. So uh, the, regarding the cost of gas okay. and the cost of coffee. 
We'll get to that a little bit later. Also, right. our two cent history lesson coming up. And uh, today is, uh, by the way, National Mario Day. It is. You know the game Mario? And the reason it is today. Why? Because it's March 10th. So if you put Mar one oh. zero, it looks like Mario. So it's uh, Mario okay. Day. Boy, they really, I'm not they making really this worked up. hard on that one. I am one. not making this All up. All right, it's time for our community spotlight, sponsored by Jordan Genso with the Genso team at Remax Platinum, a real estate professional with 15 years experience serving Livingston County and a passion for building the community. It is a strange housing market right now. Jordan loves helping clients about finding all their options, including ideas that less experienced agents might not be familiar with. So even if you're not looking to buy or sell at the moment, you just want to kind to see where things are at, you want an expert who can answer your questions. And that expert is Jordan Genso. Give him a call, 248-444-9777. I was hoping he wouldn't give our number because we're not experts in, no. well, anything, quite no, frankly. Is, and since people should have realized that by now. It's Mario Day in our spotlight yeah. today. Amber Cowles joining us from Upkeep Games. Good morning, Hi, Amber. How are you? Good morning. It's Mike and John from Mike and John. Got it going on, Amber. And uh, today, I don't know if you knew this, is Mario Day. Oh, sweet. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. See? You can impress all your customers there at Upkeep Games. No, wait. I want to ask you. It's the Upkeep Games, yes, right? Yes, the... The Upkeep Yeah, okay. Games. Not the. The. Yeah. Or, or is the... It the yeah. Is the a little too formal? Like the upkeep games would be like, yeah, okay, that's informal. Though. Look here, Miss Pennypacker, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, we're the opposite of formal. I think. All, <laughs> <laughs> all right, the upkeep games in Howell. Let's uh, tell us a little about the business and and how it all came about. So, the upkeep game was created by um, Christopher and Rose. They are uh, some friends who decided that. There wasn't a place for a community to get together and be nerds. Um, and so Christopher, who is a lifelong Magic the Gathering player, um, he sold his collection, his whole kit and caboodle, which was worth quite a penny. And they started this business in November of 2019. Wow. Um, which is just a couple months before pandemic. Yeah, I was just going to say, timing-wise. And, and yeah. for him to give up his, his beloved collection to get this going... Right yes. before the pandemic, that, that had to hurt. Yeah, especially when, all right, everything's closed down yeah. and you, you sold all your games, your game and stuff. Yeah, so the interesting thing that happened with the pandemic and our store specifically was that at the beginning, people were stuck at home, right? And they yeah. had nothing to do and they were reverting back to some of their old hobbies and passions and nostalgia really hit hard. And so we... Uh, weren't affected like some of the other businesses. We had um, sort of this pickup system. We were still open at the time. We had a um, people could purchase games online, and we had a table up front. They could come pick up their games because we sell a lot of things from people's childhood. Uh, we weren't affected in the same way that wow. other businesses were. We actually have a lot of people wanting more games. Outside of the pandemic, right, so right, that's, that's you know, and that's that's one of those odd things that some businesses really flourished uh, because of the pandemic, and you know, you don't hear about those as often. And what what was some of the games that people had a had a had a craving for that you could serve them with? So, a large part of it was some of our, like our card games, right? We had Magic the Gathering, Pokemon, Yu Gi Oh, Digimon, things like that. Um, but then we also had family board games. Kids were stuck inside. People wanted yeah. something to keep their kids busy that wasn't TV or video games. 
Um, and we don't carry a lot of the traditional games that you're going to find at Meyer or Target. Um, a lot of our games are award-winning board games. Like Trouble? So oh, yeah. Mm, well, no, we don't have that. You don't have oh, Trouble? Wait, wait. wait a minute, Amber. We have Trouble, and to prove it, yeah. we are going to pop the Pop-O-Matic right. just for you. We have a, I'm holding up to the phone, it's, which, you know, because you, you can't, can't see, see it. <laughs> but for, for the, the YouTube uh, crowd here, we've yeah. got our Pop-O-Matic Trouble it's, Bubble. It's a little yellowing. <laughs> Mind you, all we have is the game the game board and the Pop-O-Matic in the middle. We don't yeah. even have any of the pegs. Yeah, I kind of lost some of the guys. <laughs> Dogs might have chewed them up. But we have this, but, you know, here so we well, you do have the Pop-O-Matic, right. classic Pop-O-Matic. Let's see what number Amber gets. All right, all right. Here we go. I'm gonna pop it up. Ooh, right. Amber, five. Okay. Uh, yeah, five out of six. Right. You know, by the way, uh, Amber, if uh, you'd like to purchase this as a yeah. vintage <laughs> gaming piece to maybe hang up in the store, it, you know, uh, it is available. If we didn't use it so often, we might donate it. But <laughs> Perfect. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be honest. It's, uh, it's not one that we're often looking for. But oh. you guys, I might, I may Well, you know what? You can't have it then. It's a classic. <laughs> right, right, right. Classic. So. Keep us. Uh, by the way, before we get too fur- too much further into this, tell Christopher happy birthday. I will. Oh, he had such a good day yesterday. Yeah. Yep. All right. I absolutely will. So, so let's talk about some of the other things you guys do there at the Upkeep Games in Howell. So um, the cool thing is, is it's run by a bunch of nerds for a bunch of nerds. So it's very casual, right? Like we have um, all of our tables out ready for anybody to come in and play anything that they want to bring in from home. We also have scheduled events for um, various games and activities in store. Two, the whole idea was that we were creating a space for people to come and play the stuff that they were purchasing or just stuff that they had at home. Um, And we've got it across the board. We've got almost everything you're looking for except for video games. We are not a video game store. Right. So gamers, I mean, that that is like this all-purpose phrase. I think when you say gamers, people... I think in the just the general population think video gamers. You got to have remote control in you your know, hand, right? That, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But but the gamers that you're talking about, this is that's a whole different level of gaming. Um, right. And uh, and you know it's it, you know the upkeep games. I guess you know you're talking about how it's a play. You know it's a you know by nerds for nerds. But wait a minute. Uh, let me ask you this now that John said that because you've said this a couple times about a, a, a nerd gathering place. What if what if a cool guy walks in? And, and nerds just say, are cool. Well, uh, somebody, a uh, jock or whatever, walks in and you go, oh, oh, look, he's clearly out of place and doesn't know where he's at. You know? <laughs> Do you get any of that? We've got something for you. Like, we've got something for everybody. Here's, here's one of the coolest things that I've seen having worked there since we've been open. The type of person who comes into the store varies yeah. across the, like, so far across the board. We've got We've got elderly folks who are coming in. We've got, you know, toddlers coming in. We, it's it's across the board in terms of age. And also, one of our customers is a professional MMA fighter. One of wow. them is the Howell football coach. One of them is um, a lawyer, a um, high-ranking lawyer. And so we have... Wow, that's cool stuff, then. 
yeah. people from across every uh, just mm-hmm. every that's that's what I'm trying to say. Life. Nerds yeah. are, are cool. everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, we would be so surprised. Nerd, <laughs> nerds wear ties. Nerds go to work. Yeah. Nerds, you know. So the, the anybody with a pocket protector yeah. come in. No, no. But the stereotype of who, of who or what is a nerd is you know it's, it's just that it's a stereotype. Nerds are running the world right now. Yeah. We wish. absolutely. <laughs> the, the nice thing is. is when you had to be a closeted nerd back in the you know eighties and nineties, right. you don't have to do that now. No. So what's totally what, you know, what's it's the most popular game that uh, people are playing there at Upkeep Games? So our card game probably still going to be Magic: The Gathering, running hard. Um, now I have to admit, so I, I mean, I've heard of Magic: The Gathering, and I know it's a card game, but I mean, just like really quick, like how, what what does that involve? How does that play? So Magic the Gathering is a player versus player card game where you build decks based off of um, these color combos. The colors relate to uh, a land type, so a swamp or um, a water type. Um, You build them full of monsters and spells and whatnot, and you uh, face another player. It's player versus player. There's different setups, so... Um, there's different styles of right, playing. Right. So is it um, similar to like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh in a way? Yeah, so Magic is probably one of the first um, forerunning card games like this. Gotcha. Uh, I think it was in the early 90s or late 80s that it had started. I mean, it really flourished in like 1996 is when it really gained popularity. And it's still going strong since then. And since that was released, we had card games that are following up, like Pokemon, like Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, and the most current one, which is we suspect is going to surpass Magic, is called Flesh and Blood. Um, this is a game that's easier to play than Magic, um, and quicker to learn. And it is, uh, it's newer, but most of our Magic community is transitioning to that game. So you do see, like, a, you know, you kind of get tired of one game maybe and go to another, or if you want to get beginners, so to speak, something like yeah. this Flesh and Blood would be the next one? Absolutely. All I, right. would, I would definitely suggest it. The thing with Magic is there's 30 years of rules and nuances and oh my. changes of cards. There's 30 years of sets, and so the hundreds of thousands, if not millions of cards that you can have potential combinations of. Right. Because Flesh and Blood is only three years old. So you really... It's less to keep track of for us older folks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, let me ask you, I, I saw you have an event coming up, uh, RPG events you have. What, what is that? So RPG is role-playing games. Oh, I thought it was rocket propelled grenades. I, no. I didn't know what was going no. on there, but... What, role-playing games, that like, is, that, is that like cosplay? No. Or? I live as rocket propellers, but we... Role, so I, I run the role-playing games. Now, if you imagine Dungeons & Dragons... Right, yeah. Then that's the kind, isn't that the kind of the original role-playing game? It is. Yeah. It absolutely is. And Dungeons & Dragons has been around for a, a wonderfully long time. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Oh, Gygax, oh my. And, you know, yeah. Amber, Amber, he's going to brag again now. Yeah. It's funny I you bring up, we could get it's, rid of it's Dungeons funny you bring up forever, Dungeons no. & Dragons because I, I still have my original D&D dice from back in the 80s. Yeah. Oh boy. The early eighties. <laughs> You've really impressed. Them, <laughs> oh John. God, yeah. No. You you can imagine how impressed the girls were back when I was in high school. I'd be like, hey, check out my D and D dice. You know, you'd, you'd be something now. You were a man ahead of your time. Oh um, man, you would be. It's so popular right now. <laughs> how many how many dice come in? Uh, are there? 
Because John has John has five. Oh, yeah, you're missing a couple bones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're missing a couple bones. Oh, I'm, uh, believe me, I'm missing more than that, lady. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Yeah, missing a couple bones. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyway, uh, so, you know, like D&D being the original role-playing game, and obviously through the years, that's you know, there have been different modes of that, and it's d- definitely mm-hmm. developed. Do, do yeah. people actually dress up, or is it just you role-play by, with, the, with the game pieces? In the, in the I, cards. I'll say it depends. I yeah. I have my own little game that comes in Thursday nights, and we dress up. Sometimes we don't. Yeah. Um, it depends on the people. Some the kids tend to not because they're embarrassed, especially the teens. Yeah. Too, too cool, cool for, for that. that. Yeah. But us us folks in our thirties, we don't really care so much. So we just really we go for it. Yeah. Um, but we so yeah, D and D's in its fifth edition currently. Um which is, I think, one of my favorite editions, which is easier to learn, really beginner-friendly. But there's other role-playing games as well uh, that D&D helped inspire that we run that are similar, but they all have you know varying storylines and nuances to them as well. well. Well, pretty cool stuff. i got to ask you, because they, these are com- competitions in these games, whether it's a board game or D&D or RPG, do you, have you ever had... Uh, any any types of brawls or falling outs? People getting too upset, flipping the board and running out. You know, maybe like we used to do in Monopoly. <laughs> well, so the nice thing is, is the people who come in are genuinely here for a good time. Right. Um, during mat, like um, tournament card tournaments, especially, there are some times where it can get a little heated over rules and debates. Yeah. But we have in store um, employees who are ju- like uh, certified judges for these uh-huh. games, and it's their job to mediate. To make sure nobody rage quits or flips the table and yeah, all that right. Kind of stuff. So you, you, don't you don't get a lot of game it. rage, right? You don't get a lot you of people like, in your face, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but no, no. we don't we don't handle that on our story. But do but do these judges uh, do they they catch any flack from the players? Kind of like uh, in a basketball game where the ref made a bad call or a hockey game, that kind of thing. I think there are some times where uh, it could get a little uncomfortable for uh, the employees or for the customer. Um, but for the most part, our community, our customer base are our friends. So these people are coming in, we know them, we get yeah. to know their names, we get to know their families, their stories. And they're coming to our store, not just because we have a product for them, but because we're we're friends, right? We're, we're chilling. Sure. They're coming because it's a comfortable environment. So rarely do they get up in arms with us about... Um, Okay, yeah, right. you haven't had to put anybody in a timeout or a penalty box or kick them out, call the cops or anything like that, correct? Not, not yet. Not, not yet. Not. Yeah. Really hope I don't have no, no. You know, I'm gonna advise you don't let John King in because sometimes he loses his temper and starts yelling at inanimate things. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about, Amber. That's ridiculous. I, I think you would fit in. I think you would fit in at our store. Yeah. Right. Okay. Have, have you have you had anybody cheat? Anybody caught cheating in any game? We haven't had anybody caught cheating. We haven't had a couple uh, pockets get a little full here and there. Ah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that'll happen in any store, I suppose. In any store. Yeah. It is unfortunate, but we've actually had a pretty great track record there as well. Our community, again, Howell's got great people in it. Great younger generation, great nerds. 
Area. You should put you know, that on the city. I was side. just gonna say that's the new catchphrase. How great nerds! <laughs> great nerds yeah. <laughs> All right, so upkeep. I've only been in Livingston County for about three years now. I'm originally from the Metro Detroit area, so I've been pretty impressed with some of these uh, nerds out here. Yeah, the, the nerddom here, and the nerddom yeah. is strong. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so the upkeep games, and we should point out uh, the location in Howell is uh, it's uh, off Latson Road, just uh, north of Grand River, and um, you know, it's in the mall there that I'm just going to say where people will know it's not the story you think I'm going to say. I'm going to say you're in the same mall as Street Taco, alright? Yes. So, go get, yeah. you know, if you know where Street Taco is, go get a Street Taco, eat it, don't bring it into Upkeep Games. And then go in and, and you, know, you can play over, or, over at Upkeep Games. There you go. You yeah, don't want to mention yeah. that other store that people might get offended by. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> I, <laughs> that, that could be a whole other role-playing game. <laughs> That's a different role-playing game. <laughs> That's for after hours. Yeah, yeah, we've had some confused customers walk in and ask that store. We are not that store. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for a pair of panties. Uh, sorry. You're, you're, you're in a group of nerds. <laughs> They haven't yeah. changed their underwear in six weeks. Right. <laughs> Once a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. All right, so uh, if people are interested, uh, you've got a website, of course, theupkeepgames.com. They can go there. It's and, the Upkeep it's Games. The upkeep. Not Did the. I say the? <laughs> Dang it. The. Dang it. See, sometimes he says yeah. the, sometimes yeah. I forget the, the, the. Up, <laughs> theupkeepgames.com. Yeah. Um, and uh, Amber, why don't you throw out your phone number? What's that? Yeah, why don't you throw out your phone number for folks? Oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, 734 Two, two, eight. All right. Well, it's been a blast talking with you, Amber. We appreciate you joining us here on Mike and John Got It Going On. Absolutely, guys. Thank you for inviting me. Right. Yeah. Thanks, Amber. Have a great day. All right. Thanks, nerds. Bye. <laughs> Call me a nerd. Yeah. I got to get out the Fonzie lunchbox just yeah. for that. Look, Potsy didn't even make the lunchbox because he's a nerd. Hey. I'm rolling all my D&D dice right yeah. now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I win. <laughs> if you say so. My, my gelatinous cube killed your orcs. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you done now? No. <laughs> Put those things away. All right, fine. It's time to take care of business, of course. Sure it is. Mike and John got it going on. Brought to you by our friends at Firehouse Doors in Howell, serving the community for over 24 years. Mike Witt and company taking care of you for all your garage store needs, whether you're home or business. Absolutely. And, of course, Mike, a veteran of the U.S. Air Force. And uh, Firehouse Doors, your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And until April 1st, when you call Firehouse Doors, tell them Mike and John sent you, you get 5% off your total bill. No exclusions apply. You actually get a discount and not a penalty. Yeah, right. Yeah, normally they're going to click. (laughs) So everybody's talking about the price of gas now, and it's not just talk. It's complaining. It's bitching. It's, they can't believe it. Why doesn't the governor or the government, national or local, take care of this? So, sort of misunderstanding a global commodity, but I digress. Go on. So, what I did was I talked to our Mike and John Got It Going On analyst, financial (laughs) analyst. Where where are they? (laughs) At the Upkeep Games, playing a game right now. Right, got it. So, here's what I wanted to know, because coffee, the price of coffee is going up, too. Right, right. 
Now, I don't know, because I've just recently started... I'm going to blame Putin for that, too. It probably is Putin's <laughs> fault. Yeah. Be, besides the, dry, you know, the, the weather and everything else. <laughs> is, oh, the weather's his fault. <laughs> the Stupid weather. Putin. <laughs> Thanks, Putin. Why don't you make it snow in January? <laughs> All right, a tall latte. Okay. Tall latte at Starbucks will cost you, the buyer, here in the United States, an average of $3.26. Sure. Three twenty-six, so three and a quarter, we'll say. And how many ounces is in twelve tall? ounces? Twelve ounces is in a tall latte. To me, that's not very tall, <laughs> because then you get up to the grande and whatever. Right, because it's like what's the maximo grande venti the jug supremo whatever it is. They might as well make a growler, isn't that what yeah. they call those things? Where growler, yeah. growler for the bars. But anyway, a tall latte, twelve ounces, costs three dollars and twenty-six cents. Right, a gallon. Of a tall latte would be 128 ounces. Okay. So if you do the math, a gallon of coffee right. from Starbucks will cost you $34.56. Okay. I would be complaining more about the cost of coffee than the cost I, I, of coffee. I agree. It's all relative. They're both fuel for That's whatever true. you're using. You need, well, I would hope you would need far <laughs> less coffee fuel than fuel fuel. If you need, still, if you need a gallon of coffee, <laughs> although there was a time when I pretty much did drink a gallon of coffee. Throughout the day, so yeah. you would have been spending like right. 35 bucks a day. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> and so it's all relative. Right, it is what's relative. important to us. Believe me, I mean, nobody wants I don't wants want to, to pay 425 yeah. a gallon. Nobody wants to. 450 tomorrow morning. But I, I, uh, I did, uh, I want to let you know that I... I, uh, when gas was still below four dollars, I went and uh, filled up all my gas cans. I'm, you were the guy everybody I'm was hoarding swearing. some gas right like, now. I've got uh, three whole gallons. <laughs> <laughs> my strategic reserve. I am ready to release it into the economy when it's needed. You know, Governor, give me gas. a call. I can help out. <laughs> I got four gallons. I got how many gallons of gas you got? I got three whole gallons. Three whole gallons Sitting. of gas. It's right there, you baby. Know, you can sell it's that right for... next to my 12-pack of toilet paper. <laughs> and oh. a 12-pack of bush. <laughs> my, my strategic reserve. <laughs> That's all you need. That's all I need. <laughs> hey, coming up tomorrow, we're going to be talking with uh, a couple of people from Fowlerville. It's our Fowlerville Friday. It is Fowlerville Friday. I just made that up. <laughs> and it, and it, it fits. <laughs> Fell into place. Yeah, we're going to be talking with uh, Daniel Graves. He's the owner of the Pizza Box in Fowlerville, a uh, cool new pizza place. And uh, he's he's a really great guy. We're going to talk to him uh, about you know uh, how he came uh, to, to own the Pizza Box in Fowlerville, which has some great food. And then... Right across town, not too far from the pizza box, is Torch 180. Yes, we'll be talking with Rhonda Callahan. Uh, they've, run a, they've run a great program for years. They've got some stuff that uh, we are going to team up with, Torch 180, to pass on to you. Right. So it should be some pretty you have, cool stuff. You have an opportunity. Well, tomorrow, should we give details? Not yet. Okay. Maybe in the exclusive after the podcast. All right. Oh, sorry. The post podcast. So for you podcast people, YouTubers, you're not going to find out until you go on YouTube, <laughs> and then you will find out what you it is. Think YouTube's paying us yeah. to do this, but they're not. YouTube is not paying us anything. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We're hoping someday that YouTube will pay us. <laughs> We hope in vain. <laughs> YouTube will never pay us anything. No, they won't. Okay. Anyway, go on. All right. So, uh, so yeah, that's all coming up on uh, tomorrow's podcast, and uh, we'll have a few few of the details during the after the potty. <laughs> After the potty, after the potty podcast. Right. Yes. Yes, we will. All right. Any other business we have to cover today before we get to our two cent history lesson? I don't believe so. I think we've we've had a pretty action packed. uh, Do do you need a water break? I. 
I drank all my coffee. I'm out of coffee. Now it costs you three twenty six. All right. All right. Today, yes. March 10th, Mario Day, M-A-R-1-O, meaning Mario, International Bagpipe Day. We know the Highlanders like their bagpipes. Right. And, you know, nobody rocks the bagpipes, I got to say, like ACDC. All right. I, it's, I uh, agree. It's okay. a National Blueberry Popover Day. Right. It's also Landline Telephone Day for those okay. that have a landline. Now, do you still have a landline? Um, I thought you did. I thought I did too, but I don't even know if it's on the counter anymore. I think okay. we hit it under. Right. I'm, I'm not sure yeah. if we have that anymore. Right. Salvation Army Day. Salvation Army Day today. Uh, also, uh, U.S. Paper Money Day today. The U.S. issued its first paper money on this day in 1862. Okay. All right. Other Official. Things. There was, yeah, yeah, who cares? Nerd. You can talk about that. Tune in for my currency podcast coming up after the show. We'll talk about the invention of money. Not how to invest it, how to spend it. That's us. 1410, the first metal wire was produced. First metal wire. Metal wire. In 1410. All right. So if you imagine, I don't know who made this. Right. But he went up to his buddy and said, check this out. (laughs) Check out my wire. (laughs) What are you going to do with it? I don't know. The first telephone call was placed on this day in 1876, Cambridge, Massachusetts. Alexander Graham Bell, AGB to his friend's assistant, in his adjoining room, heard Bell's voice over his experimental device speak and say, Do you remember? Oh, uh, 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 Mr. Watson, come here, I need you. Oh, as I want you. Okay. And there's all kinds of stories that could be yeah. thought of from there. <laughs> well, it depends on Get you your say mind it. out of the gutter. Mr. Watson, come, come here. here. I want you. I want you. That's a different than, Mr. Watson, get in there. I need you. See, if Cheap Trick did it, it'd be, I want yeah. you okay. to want me, all Mr. Right. Watson. The first <laughs> I, opera. I don't, think, I don't think Cheap Trick had this. <laughs> 1940, the first opera was shown on television in America, oh. New York City. That was 1940, so right. not many people saw it. And no. Those who did probably dozed off. Did they get dressed up and sit in their living rooms? <laughs> Monocle. Yeah. You know, opera glasses. <laughs> Thurston Allen the third and Lovey. Lovey. Right. <laughs> 1941, professional baseball players wore batting helmets for the first time. All right. They were the ones that were called nerds. Kind of like the first goalie in hockey you, that wore a mask. You You're know like, no. that the very first uh, baseball what player wore a kind of wuss? batting helmet just got nothing uh, but grief from all uh, the old timers. Yeah. All right. Well, I remember Pansy. You know, it was it was cool when we were kids when batting helmets came out. But then when you joined Little League and they had ones with the earlobe cover, right, right. that just didn't seem cool to me. But yeah. then they started wearing them in, in the majors. Right. And now they got the ones with the piece coming across the mouth so they could cover their face. Right. I think when I was in Little League, I mean, I, the helmets they gave us, I think they bought them at 7-Eleven. I mean, they, you know, <laughs> you gotta, like it just had know. the plastic strip that you kind of like to, to tighten it around your head on oh, the those inside. those are the ones you get at Tiger Stadium. Yeah, right. I mean, I don't think it was much better than that. Like, I think if a ball hits this, it's going to do more damage than if the ball just hits my head. <laughs> and that like, strap would dig in your head. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. not the best equipment. No, it wasn't. 1956, RCA Records placed a half-page ad in Billboard magazine proclaiming Elvis Presley to be, quote, the new singing rage, unquote. Really? They may have been right on that, 1956. 1979, Gloria Gaynor started a three-week run at number one on the charts with her hit, I Will Survive. I Will Survive? Once I was afraid. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. I was petrified. Van Halen hit number one in 1984 with, Van, uh, with Jump. 
And in 2008, New York Governor Elliot Spritzer, Spitzer, apologized. Or Spritzer. <laughs> he might have had a few Spritzers. Apologized after allegations served that he had paid over $80,000 for high end call girls. Did he use the George Costanza defense? Is that wrong? Because no one told me that I couldn't that I pay $80,000. I mean, it didn't expressly say in the governor's the manual that I'm not that, allowed to buy a That I couldn't girls. buy hookers. Yeah, I, I, is, is that wrong? Was I not supposed well, to do is that? The hook, is a hooker the same thing as a call girl? Or call girls. You know, the thing is, actually, classier, actually right? though, you're not even, you're, really, you're supposed to, you, you should refer to them as sex workers. Oh, a sex worker. Right, because if you call them prostitutes or, or you know, call girls or hookers, it's degrading, as opposed to saying <laughs> yeah. that they're a sex worker. <laughs> I see. So, just it's wanted degrading. to... That's our... <laughs> yes, that's our... Uh, we're sex workers now. <laughs> right. <laughs> our wives are like, yes. <laughs> and we're, we're poor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hit the unemployment office, boys. That's right. <laughs> Former occupation, sex worker. <laughs> I've aged out of the position. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, I, I, I kind of hate to add, end right. on a sad note. But it's a life well lived. Yes. Charles Enterman passed away. He helped keep his family's long national brand of cupcakes and cakes and cookies. Right. Passed away last month. Charles Enterman. Remember having Entermans going to the grocery store? Well, our friend Sebastian remembers Entermans. Oh, come on in. We're going to have some cake. Your mother had a little entomans. Some Sara Lee crumble cake. Just in case company came over. She made an announcement when she bought it. She's like, listen, nobody touch this cake. This is for company only. Those crap muffins, those are for you, baby. <laughs> That's high-end cake. Oh, yeah. Entomans. The entomans. Yes. So... <laughs> Thank you, Sebastian. All right. All right. Is that it today? I, I think that's it. Is that it today? Yeah. Let me look. Do you got anything else? Let's see. We got the hooker jokes out of the way. <laughs> that's sex workers. Sex workers jokes out Come of on, the man. Way. Uh, coming up tomorrow, our Friday show. Got it going on news. Got it going on sports with Tim Robinson and uh, whatever else we can squeeze in, our Fowlerville friends. Exactly. It's Fowlerville Friday. And the giveaway, too. Right. A yummy giveaway. Mm. So... There you go. You know, I was thinking. Don't maybe. do that. Well, this isn't post-show yet. We're not post-show okay, yet. Okay, not post-showing. Yeah, hold sorry. on, hold on. Uh, this is premature, premature right, post. Right. Remember, if you're not on YouTube, you're not going to get the post-show content. After the party. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>